my little friends, sometimes the real world breaks open into uh, the gospel in a particularly uh, powerful way. And so today is one of those days, I think, as we open the papers this morning, your parents are going to need a hug, okay? And so let's recognize how precious each day is. And today, of course, is just another day, but it's a special day. And so let's stay close to our parents. They're going to perhaps uh, need a little uh, tighter hug uh, this morning. You know, uh, the gospel is always relevant. I was chatting with someone right before Mass, and I saw that they were preparing uh, for Mass by doing the readings. And they said to me, they called me over, Father, this, this is for you, and they're pointing to it, and I was hoping they weren't pointing to you fool. <laughs> I do tend, though, to uh, really, uh, anytime I see the gospel talking about the rich man, I do get a little nervous. My little friends, what is uh, so important to you? What, uh, what toy or what thing, perhaps, do you most value, or perhaps at Christmas, you're hoping Santa or your parents come and bring you? What is, uh, what are you really looking forward to? What would you have a difficult time, perhaps, uh, letting go of? This is where you raise your hand and you have a, just a brilliant sort of answer. Well, I'll tell you what my dream was as an older person. You know, my first car was a Cavalier. My dad, my mom, they helped me buy this my senior year in college. It wasn't a that sporty of a car, but I had my car, my first car. And then later I upgraded. My brother-in-law was selling me another Cavalier. This was a little more sporty one, a Z24 Cavalier. Had a little more muscle to it. But I desired a real sports car. And so one day, I just decided to buy a BMW. This was one of my dreams, to have a sports car. But then, you know, it wasn't enough. That BMW needed a garage. In fact, it needed a two-car garage. We don't want to get any little dings on the stuff that you would store in your garage. So I did buy a house. This is my old self, by the way. Uh, I did buy a house. It was a nice house. It had wood floors. It had all the extras in it. It was a new house. I got to pick stuff. Pick stuff. It was too big. I got to have two fireplaces, all kinds of, uh, well, the wood floors, as I said. My bedroom had two walk-in closets. I'm one person. Why do I need two closets? It had uh, one of those giant jacuzzis that you could, I never once went in that thing. <laughs> Not even once. Who would even, you got to clean it. Uh, why would you bother using that thing? And then, of course, I had to fill it. Of course, I started with a man cave. I bought a pool table. I bought these, this great set of weights that again became uh, something that gathered dust. I had to collect all these Notre Dame things to fill the walls. One of the first things I bought was from the stadium. They're renovating the stadium. They had these little chairs that the rich people used to sit on. You had to auction it. It was worth practically nothing. Why we're paying hundreds of dollars for this little chair that I would never want to risk sitting on. But that is what I did. Then I would fly out to uh, California quite a bit, and I would often, while I was waiting for my plane, I would swing by La Jolla, this very rich place, to have, have a meal before I got in the plane. I discovered this one store. It had all these retro sort of photographs. And I started to discover they had Notre Dame prints, these beautiful pictures of Newt Rockney and, and uh, Frank Leahy, some of these great legends of Notre Dame football. And I bought them. And I had to buy these expensive frames to put all over my wall. 
I started to buy and buy and buy. I had to fill it with furniture and then it still wasn't enough. It didn't seem alive so I had to buy a fish tank and not just a fish tank but a saltwater fish tank with a fish that cost some of them well over a hundred dollars. And do you think I knew what I was doing? No. <laughs> These fish would often, well they go to the Lord uh, far too, far too fast. Perhaps I was the fool in today's gospel. You know, in this first reading from Ecclesiastes, it says, O vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. You know, a great translation of that word vanity in this context is vapor. It's just breath. In fact, Psalm 62 tells us that it weighs less than a breath, all these things. I'm kind of happy none of you could figure out what you most desire, what toy perhaps you would have most difficult time uh, letting go of. But you know, so too, you will discover this later in life. I don't know if anyone knows what they want to be when they grow up. Any more hands going up? This is a quiet, introverted crowd today. It's okay. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up either. I kind of fell into a job. But my friends, sometimes we adults make our job about our self-worth. What we do for a living is not who we are. But I fell into that trap. I was, I was uh, well, I was seeking the next paycheck. I was seeking the next increase. I was seeking a bigger bonus. I was seeking a bigger office. I was seeking, I was seeking and seeking all these worldly things. My friends, I speak to you as somewhat of an expert in these areas of the temporal world. I think many of you, this gospel also resonates. You know, we can't take it with us. You know, I soon discovered that I, uh, well, I was becoming attached to these things. And I realized that, no, you cannot take it with you. Uh, where your treasure is, there your heart will be, Matthew tells us in his sort of version of this gospel from Luke. And when the Lord is talking about this rich man, listen to the conversation that the rich man has. It's all about him. It's all, he's, he's totally obsessed with himself. What shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build large. He goes on uh, 12 times, in fact. He refers to himself. He even speaks of himself in the second person. It is quite an odd kind of conversation, if you will. Our self-worth, my friends, does not come in what we do for a living. You know, I often ask people that are struggling with this sort of thing, they, they're trying to find their place in this world, I ask them, what is the purpose of your job? What do you think the purpose of your parents' jobs are? This is like Jeopardy, where they should play the music, where everyone has the time for final Jeopardy, and then you raise your hand, no, it's fine. Um, well, I think some of the right answers would be, of course, you gotta pay the rent. You know, you guys are a bunch of freeloaders right now. <laughs> My dad would call you consumers, okay? You are contributing nothing financially to this household. <laughs> Do you know there's rents or mortgages to be paid? That toilet paper doesn't just show up in the bathroom, that food on the table. How are the lights on? How are you getting air conditioning in your home? It's because someone is working very hard in a job, and yes, that is part of the purpose of our employment. 
but it's not really the primary person or purpose. And that's kind of just, sometimes we think we need total reconstruction in the way we go about our, our day, but no, oftentimes it's just simply a little tweak. The purpose of our job is to get us to heaven. That sounds so unusual for me even to say. The purpose of our jobs are to sanctify us, and we are to sanctify the workplace. It's a means to get to heaven. Of course, we have all these other side benefits. It does keep the lights on and the food on the table and all these important temporal needs. And so I would encourage you, as you're starting to think about what you want to do for the rest of your lives, uh, that should be something that is pointing towards heaven, that Christ should be at the center. Otherwise, you may someday be called that fool who has been, well, and consumed by all that is around us. Let us pursue not vapor, not breath, but things that truly matter. And the most important thing that matters is our love for the Lord and the people of God. And may God be praised. Amen. You can go back to your parents and give them a hug.